And we are live. Welcome, everyone. My name is Nikki Lopez of Nikki Lopez Creative, and you're watching The Circle, where every first and third Tuesday of the month, I'm talking to artists, activists, social entrepreneurs, people doing great things in the world today. And today I have a very special guest and friend, Dion C. Jefferson. Thank you for joining us. No problem. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. And so today, you know, um, while people were getting uh, people are hopping online, we are live in a few places. So the circle is live on Facebook under Nikki Lopez Creative. Um, it's on my profile. It's in the Facebook group called The Circle. It's also live on YouTube under Nikki Lopez 19. That's Nikki with one K. And after this episode is done, within about a week or so, it gets uploaded to the podcast. So you can find it on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, um, all your favorite podcast platforms. So um, today is June 1st, which is the beginning of Pride Month. Happy Pride, everyone. Um, and so just jumping in, I'm gonna read a short little bio, we're gonna jump in, but I thought it was really nice to have Dion on here as a creative, as well as someone who is out and proud so we could celebrate all the LGBTQ people um, and all of the things that we're doing. Um, oh, we have already, Richard, hey mama, hey, thanks for joining us. <laughs> so, Dion is a creative artist, journalist, singer, and designer. His efforts granted him the opportunity to be featured, uh, a featured employee on the Emmy award-winning reality TV show, Uncovered Boss, with, for Alfred Angelo Bridal. In 2020, Dion designed the entire bridal collection for Gathers and Gowns, a bridesmaid company. He's written for many publications such as SFGN, that's South Florida Gay News, and the West Side Gazette. He's also just directed and curated his first fashion art ball. Woo, that's, that's a lot. Yeah, right, your bio's longer. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, you know, to be honest, just a little, you know, that is also part, I have many reasons of why I started The Circle. And years ago, early on in my journey of like professional art, that's something that I struggled with because there's a lot of old yeah. school um, that they tell you, you have to stick to one thing, one yes. And I'm a creative, I wanna paint, I wanna shoot, I wanna design, like, and I had to really get over that. So part of the thing with the circle is also finding other people who also affirm that we could be creative mm -hmm. how we see fit. If we wanna have five creative hats, we wear and we can manage five creative hats, then let's do that. You exactly. know, if I'm a watercolorist and that's all I do, that is totally fine. Yep. But you know, some of us are not in, you know, don't fit into a little box. So, no. you know, there you have it. <laughs> I agree 100%. <laughs> yes. And we have Raquel Lopes of World's AIDS Museum online saying, you're amazing. Thank you for being here. Um, yes, yes, yes. So, you know, jumping in um, and speaking of <laughs> many hats, um, you're multidisciplined. What started the creative journey for you? What came first, writing, design? Hmm. 
Well, I guess pretty much most of the um, avenues I like to participate in deal, deal with school. Um, so I guess writing was probably the first thing that I kind of paid attention to. Um, but it wasn't something that I wanted to do. Um, my, my undergrad, my undergraduate degree is in um, broadcast media communications. Um, so of course, naturally you have to learn like television, you have to learn print, you have to learn, you know, journalism, graphic design, so on and so forth. So it was like, that was probably like the best and worst major I could have picked in college um, because they threw so much at you. Um, mm -hmm. And they want you to be able to be versed in so many different things. But mm -hmm. so I, I guess you can probably say writing. I've been writing forever. Um, I love, love putting, you know, words together, telling stories, doing the research so I can tell the stories. Um, I like hearing people's reactions to the words. Um, it's really weird. I, I, I love I love writing. So that would probably be the first. Mm, OK, this is interesting, you know, and, you know, um, I've always done graphic design, but I did go to school and have graduate with a, a bachelor's in graphic design. And that's something that they definitely stressed at the Art Institute. They wanted us to, which I had no problem because I like, I love photography and all those yeah. things. But you had some graphic designer students who just did not like that. They're like, I just came to design. But it's Strictly good to get the whole thing because like in the day and age where people just pull things off the internet and then all of a sudden somebody's being sued, if yeah. you learn to take your own pictures, you don't have that problem. <laughs> you know, and then you just, you're able to really control everything that you're putting in there. So I'm glad that you were able to, you know, benefit from that, tap into that and, you know, and have those experiences. Oh yeah, definitely. What is something that inspires you when you're designing a collection? Um, I'm actually working on one right now. <laughs> um, so I won't, I won't talk about that collection because that one is uh, pretty much, that one is strictly, the inspiration is money. Um, the company hit me up and they're like, we need a collection that's like saleable and um, just not, not really trendy. So I wouldn't mm -hmm. talk about that collection. Um, pretty much I, the last collection I did, which is in 2020, the collection was, um, the inspiration was pretty much Halston. He's one of my favorite designers, uh, very popular in the seventies. Um, so I decided to like, you know, mimic some of the silhouettes and some of the features that he does did with his clothing. So I love, um, looking at inspiration in college. One of my favorite classes was like the history of anything. So if you put the history of blank, blank, blank in front of something, that was gonna be like my very, my favorite, my favorite thing in the whole wide world. So when it comes to just, you know, being a creative and, you know, inspiration, I love to go, go back to history and figure out how things are created. Um, you know, I can tell you why the mini skirt was created. I can tell you why the bathing suit was created. I can tell you when they changed from the one piece bathing suit to the two piece bathing suit. You know, I can tell you, you know, about Daisy Dukes and, you know, so like there's a history and, uh, you know, a start for everything. And that's just kind of like where I like to start when I'm designing a collection. Just go back to the basics. Okay. okay. And we do have a question. That's a good question. Uh, what would you offer young people who are inspired by you? What would I offer? Mm -hmm. I guess in terms of it could be advice or direction. Oh, and okay. Yeah. 
I would say, and I say this all the time, um, the 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 world we live in now is saturated with opinions. Mm. It's so saturated. Um, you could be saturated with social media, um, you know, whatever, whatever your advice is, like it can be like saturated. So don't try not to get distracted. Mm-hmm. Learn, figure out figure out what works for you and do it. It sounds cliche, people do it all the time, but figure out what, what works for you. Um, people are influenced by social media. People are influenced by celebrities and movies. Those things are good, but at the same time, you need to find out what makes you tick. So. Mm-hmm. Those are good one. Um, we have Raquel again. Hey, Raquel. I, mean, I love it. <laughs> uh, you were a part of an incredible fashion show for the HIV Planning Council. It was such a hit and empowered by everyone involved. Wow. I rem- You know what? That's so funny you say that because um, the art ball that I did on May the 8th, it was pretty much mimicked behind that program, the HIV mm-hmm. program in Fort Lauderdale. So it was an amazing program. I loved working with everybody and that was a big inspiration for me. So you guys inspired me, so thank you. (laughs) Yes, yes, that's That's awesome. so cool. What are you hoping the wearer or the viewer gets or feels when they wear one of your outfits? Ooh, that's a good one. (laughs) I want them to feel empowered. Mm. You know, clothing can change no matter if you're wearing a t-shirt, your favorite t-shirt, your favorite hat, you know, whatever you're wearing, it can transform you. Like for instance, you know, you're going you're going through something. You go to the salon, that hairstyle or that haircut transforms your whole outlook. So like I really want your, you know, you to feel empowered when you put on my clothing. Mm-hmm. You mainly it's for women. Um, so I want the woman to feel confident. And I want her to feel extremely sophisticated because I think my clothing is sophisticated. Mm, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I love, and I know we're going to get to this a little bit later, but um, the art ball that you just did, I love the variety of women that you Ooh. have modeling the outfits. I thought that was amazing. You had different body types, different heights, different skin colors. It was just it was amazing. That's the- I am. I'm smiling from ear to ear because that was all intentional. Mm-hmm. That was all intentional. I, of course, as a stylist, um, you know, in my my background being in bridal, I'm trained to you know go to Miami or go to Fort Lauderdale and work with an agency and get you know a bunch of size four models that fit into sample sizes, and most of them are white. <laughs> um, but you know, I wanted to get the community involved. I wanted people from the community to be um, wearing my clothing. Didn't really want to get models. Sometimes models aren't approachable. So I wanted mm-hmm. to get people that looked approachable and not nine times out of 10, I wanted to get people that I knew so that mm-hmm. way they could be dedicated. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about that a little earlier about, you know, um, when people talk about diversity and inclusion, you know, it's not just a talk, it's intentions, it's who you put on your flyer, who's who's running your walkway and making sure that everyone feels seen and represented. And that's such yeah. a huge thing. Yep, definitely. I mean, like for instance, let me just be totally honest and transparent here. There was a, like, there was a, a, a young lady, her name is Hay. She's one of my good friends. And I've known her for a long time. She does sign language. 
Um, she was the, and she was the biggest person to audition. We had a mm. casting call. Um, she was she's a she's a plus girl. She's very confident, so she wouldn't mind me saying this at all. She's she's a size 26, 26 W. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have anything to fit her whatsoever. So when she showed up to the casting, I saw her body type and I'm automatically my head, I'm like, oh, well, I can't use her because I don't have anything that fits her. But little did I know when she walked, she was the best person to walk. Mm. Her walk was amazing. She had so much energy. Her spirit was great. Everybody who was sitting there was like blown away. Like, so I had to use you. So I had a I had a dress specially made for her. That's um, awesome. Yeah, I didn't she- I didn't design the dress that she had on. Mm-hmm. Um, I had it specially made for her, and mm-hmm. and we we kind of rocked it. She's great, and she also did some of the makeup for the girls. So she's oh. perfect. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Who are some of your influences? I have a lot of influences <laughs> um, since I work in so many different mediums, I guess you can say. Um, but I'll just name some random ones. I love, love Nina Simone. Mm. I am in, I'm in love with her like mind. That lady is brilliant. And I've watched the What Happened to Nina Simone documentary probably a hundred times. Just because I love like how it makes me feel. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I love Nina Simone. She's great. Um, I love Nina Simone. I love Stevie Wonder. He's a an amazing songwriter. He's a, a brilliant musician. He's blind. And he <laughs> describes words better than people who can actually see. Mm. So I just like, I love how he uses his brain. Um, I love when it comes to art. Um, I love Jackson Pollock. One of my mm-hmm. favorite painters, um, favorite artist of all time. And then I I love Keith Haring. That's yeah, like, yes. if I could marry anybody past their present. <laughs> Keith Haring. Oh my God, Keith was the one. He was awesome. He was so awesome. In fact, um, when I was, before I moved to Florida, I stole a Keith Haring uh, DVD from the library. Um, and I still <laughs> have it. I could come after you, but you said DVD. So they're not looking for you no more. <laughs> I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it. Just keep hearing. Um, who else inspires me? I um, I think that's pretty much it. Like, you know, I, I David Bowie, of course, that's your boy. Yes. yes. Love, love David, David Bowie, Grace Jones, like pretty much people who were like, they pushed the envelope and threw mm-hmm. the envelope and burned the envelope. Those are, yes. those are people who I love. Like the, mm-hmm. the fearless, the people who are fearless, the, you know, like that's it. You know, that's yeah, that's it. I guess you could say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I love that. Is again the variety. You know, um, I think that's important. And some, and and also that you didn't necessarily mention like a fashion designer or a writer or, you know, or something yeah. like that, which is good because sometimes we could get locked into like, I only paint, I only see painters. Right. And when you get to explore the other genres, it actually can impact, you know, the work that you produce, no matter what, you know, it doesn't have to be the same genre. So I love that. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about your writing. What type of writings do you do? Um, I do a lot of writings. When I first um, moved to Florida, 
Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I'm originally from Ohio, Dayton, Ohio. So when I graduated college, I was writing for just a regular publication. I was writing for a black owned publication. Mm. And then I was writing for like a just a regular general publication. I was in Ohio um, and pretty much they threw any type of story at me. So if somebody was coming, if Justin Timberlake was coming to town, um, I had to make sure I read a, a wrote a story on Justin Timberlake. If NDRE was coming to town, I had to um, do a story on NDRE. I got a chance to interview NDRE actually. That's oh, wow. And I still have it on my iPad too. So I want to release it, but, I, but she's like, what are you doing? That was like 20 years ago. <laughs> hey, it's still in the IRE. She's still out there making She's definitely moves. still out there. Yes, yeah. absolutely. No, I- but I love I love um writing all type. Um mm-hmm. my college professor, he 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 was like, you know, if you guys are gonna write or you guys are gonna be a creative, you know, I want you to be able to get a job at any magazine, any mm-hmm. publication. I need you to be able to write anything. So if a, mm-hmm. if it's a happy birthday story, if it's a cat stuck in a tree you know, we need you to be able to cover it and, you know, cover it in multiple ways and different voices. So, mm-hmm. so I like writing everything. Yeah. And I think that I, I want to say that might have been the way we met because that you were writing for a music magazine and yes. uh, they came to one of my art shows and then they said, oh, I love what you're doing. They sent you out. We talked and we just been kind of connected ever since. <laughs> I don't I don't even remember how long ago that was, but we actually to to be honest like when he sent me the story i'm like well she doesn't she's not musical at all like she doesn't do anything <laughs> with music why am i why am i doing this story <laughs> you had you had an open mic yeah. and, and they were drawn yeah. yeah they were drawn to you i think after then um yeah i was writing for um south florida music magazine and yeah. i was going to different concerts and you know, writing for them, reviewing the concerts. Like I went to Snoop Dogg and Gwen Stefani and Eve and K. Michelle, which wasn't really good. But um, <laughs> but I went to a lot, you know, a lot of different concerts and covered them. And it was great. I miss mm-hmm. it. Um, but yeah, I, I love music. Writing music articles would probably be my favorite. If I had to pick, mm-hmm. writing about music is great. I just did a, um, a, a review yesterday on DMX's Exodus album. Mm. So, so that was awesome. Yeah. And speaking of music, we have a comment from a music a musician with a jazz group. Uh, what's happening, Nikki? Eric and um, Eric and the Jazzers checking in from Fort Lickerdale via the Boogie Down Bronx, sending support <laughs> and blessings. Thanks, guys. I love that Fort Lickerdale. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> And the Boogie Down Bronx, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I interviewed um, Eric during April because um, April is jazz month. So he has like a jazz band. He's a, you know, jazz advocate. And oh. so, yeah. That's so, so cool. I did jazz band in college. Um, uh-huh. That was my favorite class in college. Just so you guys know, that was my favorite class, jazz band. Yeah, love jazz. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Do any current events or other influences impact your work, whether it's writing or your design? Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, for writing, yes, it definitely impacts you know what's going on because you can easily get us. You know, I try to. I do. I do two stories a week. Mm-hmm. Um, one is for one publication, one is for the other. But um, for the Westside Gazette, 
by the way, short plug, I got that I got that gig because of you. Oh, nice. Yes, yes. You sent me something about black writers, and that was one of them. And oh, I've been yeah. writing for them since January, just so you know. Um, oh, awesome. Yeah, so thank you for that. <laughs> um, wow. But yeah, I do one for them every single week. So the Exodus review is for them. Um, so yeah, I, um, I like to pretty much take current events and write about them and figure out what's going on. Um, when it comes to art, um, I've, I did a bunch of, you know, pieces for like an art show that I have coming up and pretty much whatever's going on is pretty much the inspiration or, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Or like a movie that's come out. Um, like I've been watching the, the Billy holiday movies, like has, is really big in my household. So mm-hmm. like I did a piece, um, last weekend that was like dedicated to Billy holiday. And so, yeah, I really like to pay attention to what's going on and kind of and incorporate that into my work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I also love Billy Holiday as well. <laughs> Did you watch the movie? Um, the old one. I know there's a new one out. Yes. Oh but God. with Diana Ross as yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I Lady Sings the Blues. That's the mm-hmm. old one, and I love it. But the new one is mm-hmm. it for me. Okay. That's it. Sorry, Diana. Andrew Day shut it down. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I gotta check it out. I just, you know, I saw that growing up at some point, and I just fell in love with the music and the yeah. movie, and I've seen it a bunch of times. And um, yeah, so Billy Holiday, Nina Simone, we definitely, well, a few of them that you mentioned, we have in common. Okay, so I mm-hmm. definitely have to come over and we can watch that. <laughs> okay. <That'd be> awesome. <laughs> And you know, and I know, and it, you kind of mentioned it a little bit in the. Oh, we have another one, Raquel, saying, "I love Billy Holiday too." Oh my god! I love you, Raquel. <laughs> yes, yeah. I got a record player. Oh <laughs> wow! Do you have records? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have a lot of records, but that is my goal, my hope. Um, oh, Raquel saying she has a record player too. Um, nope. Yeah, I have a record player and it's connected to a Bluetooth speaker. Ah. So if I wanted to, because I love the sound of record and the vinyl and that that, that little scratch that it makes. Yeah. It's just, I love it. Mm-hmm. But the record, you know, it once it's done, like, oh, I got to get up, you know, because, you know, right. So it's nice to have the flexibility of like, let me just go ahead and put it to my Bluetooth if I don't. <laughs> for sure, for sure. That's dope. I love it. Oh, Raquel is saying uh, she has a 78. Dang, Raquel. <laughs> wow. She's dope. Yes. yes. So I know that you also sing, and I wondered if you would be able to grace us with some, as, as some so- a song, a melody, or something. Uh, whether in person or video or? Um, I have a video prepared. Let's see. Um, this is, and this was actually like a, like um, maybe a year ago with my, my good buddy. Mm. Let me see if it's going to play. Oh, there we go. Okay. You can hear it. You heard yeah. that? Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. There we go. 
All right. Can you see it? Yeah, we can. Probably could enlarge. Yeah. Can you hear it? A little bit. Yeah. So one of these days when I have the open mic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm down. Please. Yes, I'm down for it. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's I'm been a while. I mean, um, I have a quite a few, a few things coming up. A lot of them will be virtual, but I definitely, you know, that's something I love live entertainment. I love live music, poetry. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> uh, me too. Same. Let me know when it is, and I'm I'm there. I love it. Yeah, and we have someone from the Facebook group. It might be Eric. Awesome, crazy performance. Love it. Ah, thanks, guys. Hell, I like that song. Yes, yes. Me too. <laughs> She's a sweetie. Yes, absolutely. So today marks the beginning of Pride, and I wanted to ask, what does Pride mean to you? You know, yeah. What does Pride mean to you? I guess you can pretty much say pride to me means uh, standing out, uh, being pretty much unapologetic, but not defensive. Um, it's just being happy with where you are currently. And um, it's about being able to look back. Um, and it's about being able to reach forward and grab somebody and take somebody with you. Mm. That's, that's pride. Mm, I love that. I love that. <laughs> I just I just wrote that. No, I just <laughs> patent pending copyright. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, but I love that because you know it kind of it, it reminds me of that uh, saying, and I don't know who said it, like the each one teach one. But it's like yes. you know, grab somebody, and you know sometimes we do hear about like you have someone that has like made it you know, quote unquote, but not necessarily making sure like once they make it or wherever that it is that they could pull somebody, you know, in, you know, and give that yeah. space. Like you made a step, you know, there's people before us, you know, I mean, pride started with riots, right? So yes. they riot so we could party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and then what's, you know, what's the next generation? Exactly. Um, I guess Raquel's enjoying that. She's giving some high fives with that. Yeah. Same. I'm I'm <laughs> high fiving too, Raquel. It's like, yeah, you have to be able to pull somebody, you know, pull somebody with you and take somebody, you know, on the same journey. Um, mm -hmm. Give them advice, but don't you know shelter them and you know watch them 
watch them do their thing, but just be happy. We've gone through a lot and and so much has changed. Um, so I just think just being prideful, just being, it's a sense of gratitude because, mm -hmm. because we, there's a lot of people who aren't here. Yeah. And, and we're able to be here. So, you know, but that's another story. That's, that's mm -hmm. getting, <laughs> so. No, I mean, that's the space, you know, there's a lot of people that's not here. And then, you know, the thing is, there, there's a lot of people that are out and they're happily out and proud. And there's a lot of people that are not out for whatever reason. Yeah. You know? yeah. Sometimes people choose it. Sometimes it's their circumstances, their family, their religion, their, you know, the norm of whatever country they're in that they can't be out. So. Right. Um, and there was something I came across the other day and I wish I saved it. You know, I love like, like little quotes and things like that. Um, but, you know, it's talking about like sometimes when we've, um, sometimes we acknowledge the, the struggle that the ancestors or people who came before us had, but it's just like, but also the joy. So yeah. their joys, their triumphs, we get to carry that on to the next generation and add to it you know so then i yeah. mean 50 years from now who knows what pride would look like you know maybe wow. it would the normal thing you know so yeah make sure you watch the documentary on fx okay yeah the on pride it's really great i watched it yesterday it's really really good awesome awesome yeah, yes we gotta have a movie now there's like two movies now <laughs> yes for sure i'm i'm for it for sure yeah um, Raquel is saying evolution often starts with revolution. Ooh, Raquel, I'm, the word you, right I'm there. sending you, I'm sending you <laughs> praise hands right now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Have you ever had any challenges you've had to overcome by being a black man or out black man as it relates to your work, your artistry? Um, yeah. I guess yes, ab absolutely. Um, when I worked for um, Alfred Angelo, the bridal company, um, mm -hmm. pretty much I had dreadlocks or locks, whatever you prefer. Mm -hmm. um, and you know they were pretty much they were nice, like they were styled, you know. But sometimes I felt like I was people only saw me for my hair. Mm and not really my talent. Like it was always like a joke about my hair or a joke about my skin color or a joke about my experience. So I, I felt like I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't always taken seriously mm. when I worked for that company. Um, but I just kind of, you know, of course I never do anything to prove anybody wrong. I never do anything to say, you know, look what I'm doing now. Like that's never my goal. Um, but yeah, I definitely felt like I was uh, treated un unfairly when it comes to just certain things. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, how did I overcome it? I didn't mm. <laughs> overcome that particular situation. That company is bankrupt, so they went bankrupt. So I, so that's a whole other story. But um, but yeah, I definitely um, had to experience you know certain things, um, just being like black. Um, my sexuality has almost never has, has never been a problem for me. Mm. I've never I've never experienced I've never experienced a lot of issues when it comes to that. Uh, maybe because I'm tall, uh, my stature, you know, I don't, I don't know. 
people <laughs> feel like, oh, well, he, he, he can't be a gay guy because he's tall, he's big, you know? Mm. So it's like, I don't get really a lot of people that, you know, mess with me in that regard. But um, I would just say my skin color was, that was like the biggest thing. Mm, okay. Yeah. But I had a, to, a, a, a flip side to that. I had a college professor mm -hmm. who would tell me like, you have something in common with somebody in the room. So whether they're not the same color as you, you know, same uh, gender, sexual orientation, whatever, you can find something in common with that person. Mm. So it's just your job to be able to not let their biases distract you. Mm. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And, you know, and, and the sad re part about it, well, you said not, you haven't had any experiences with sexuality, but sometimes, you know, people who are homophobic is because they're closeted. Yeah. And so part of that attack is because they have shame from their own, you know, their life that they're not, you know, in some ways or, so, and, you know, like it goes back to, you know, when people say when people have an issue, it's not, you know, they have the issue, you know, it's right. the thing and they're projecting it onto you and making it a problem. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Raquel's like, so true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In your opinion, what is something that may be missing during pride or the conversation around the LGBT community? What I would probably say is there's not a lot of emphasis on the history. Mm. They just they just have it like, oh, we're having pride. And, you know, I, I was ignorant to the fact of, of Stonewall for several years. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. so it's like they just have it like pride. It's like, OK, well, you know, my mom grew up. My mom spent a lot of time in Atlanta. So she would like as a kid, she would tell me about like, you know, how they go hard and they party and they have a good time. So I never knew exactly what it was for. So they don't I, I mean, I'm not sure there may be some people that's doing a good job. But me personally, I don't feel like there's enough education on mm -hmm. history. And I told you I love history. So um, that's that's just something that I feel like we don't do enough of. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, there is a lot about, and, and every now and then you'll hear people say it's not just the parties, but, um, it's definitely about the history and why we're there. And it's, it is important to know. Um, yeah, because I'm all about the history. I'm all about history. Absolutely. Same. Mm -hmm. Same. Yeah. If you don't know history, you know, you leave it, you know, bad parts and good parts, but bad parts a lot of times can repeat itself if you don't know what those things are, you know? Yeah. There's so many, I'm like, even just yesterday, just watching the Pride documentary, I'm like, oh, I'm like kicking myself in my bed. Like there's so much I didn't even know now, just being a 33 year old, 33 year old guy, I'm like, wow, how do I still not know this? Mm -hmm. How do I, how have I not been exposed to this information? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's it's definitely the history for me. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to talk uh, a little bit about, so I know you recently curated and produced your first fashion ball that was centered mm -hmm. around mental health. Um, why was that? Well, I guess first, you know, can you give us a little background history of like what inspired you to start that ball and what was it about? 
Sure. Um, well, I had this really good friend named Steve. <laughs> He's super awesome. He believes in me. Steve is great. He's super supportive. Um, he hit me up one time and he was like, hey, um, I'm going to sit on this Zoom call for a grant. And I'm like, okay, cool. He was like, I think he was like, I think you should apply as well. He was like, I read the descriptions. He was like, I think it, it pretty much just suits you. It just says Dion on it. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'll go to the interest meeting. It was, it was uh, via Zoom. So I went to the interest meeting and I'm like, oh, this is cool. So I'm like, let me just start a YouTube show. So they told, they said, you know, they'll give you money, a grant, write the proposal. So I'm like, oh, good. I was toying with the idea for a long time. I'm still toying with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long I'm going to toy with it, but to start some type of YouTube show for content. Um, when during the call, she they kept saying like words stick out to me. So they kept saying like, we want something innovative, something that's not been done before. Um, so they was like, if, if your program has been done before, you're probably not going to get picked. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh crap youtube show everybody's done that so while i was on the call i'm like you know just kind of revamping and trying to think a different way so that's when i kind of just came up with like a quick little concept to be able to include art um fashion music and you know any other type of um art so pretty much i did the i did the grant wrote the proposal i was awarded the money to have the event um i had to use the money within a year I think I got the, I'm looking at the check right now. I got the check by July of last year. Mm. Um, so I wanted to, when I started to like sit down and figure out what was going on and how I was going to plan it and do everything. I'm like, I think I should have it in May because that's mental health month. Mm-hmm. Didn't know a lot about mental health. Again, um, I was ignorant to the fact um, about like the entire umbrella that mental health is. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, be well. I should say, I guess I should say their name. They're super awesome. Be Well PBC is where I got the grant from. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, they're, they're a community initiative. So they fund events all the time. Um, last month they did like get your green on for mental health. So mm. pretty much that's why I came up with the idea. The program had to be geared towards mental health. So I wanted to like incorporate myself, like the fashion and the music to kind of Marry the two ideas. Mm-hmm. So, okay, yeah. but that kind of answers a little bit of, about like what, what was it, the importance of mental. But you know, I, I also love that more and more people are starting to pay attention to mental health and let go of a lot of the stigmas of mental health or talk about whether it's their own personal journey um, or just talk about it's important. You know, like yeah. we're you know we we have this norm about multitasking and overwork and all these things. And, you know, like you said earlier with social media, everything's like overwhelming and coming at us and we don't talk about needing those spaces and, or the benefits of talking to a counselor, or sometimes, you know, you go through all these mood swings, don't even know that you might be bipolar or have depression or PTSD or exactly. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, I didn't even realize that um, like Alzheimer's, like anxiety, these are all things associated with mental health. Of mm-hmm. course, it affects your brain, but naturally, if that's never been something that you've dealt with, you won't mm-hmm. even, you know, kind of put two and two together. So I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, wow. Didn't even know that was a mental illness. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Raquel saying uh, Naomi Osaka, uh, the tennis player, because she's catching yes. back because she was just like, 
I need, you know, a mental health break. Yep. And, um, I think the last I saw that she's being fined like $15,000. Um, but it's sad because, you know, we don't do that enough. Like, you know. Yeah. Nike is supporting her though. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, that's definitely something that's really important to me. And you know, I share some of, you know, my journeys and struggles and, you know, challenges and growth yeah. um, with that. Um, but also how art, you know, is, is, is a tool. It's, it can be healing. It could be expressing because a lot of things that we just have just sitting there, you know, um, when we could be getting it out, you know? And yeah. so I think it's really, I, I love that that was a focus. And I love that more and more people are starting to explore that, you know? And I also love that you said that even though you didn't know a lot about it, you still was like, well, how can I do this? And, and you know, and include other people that, hey, I don't have to know all the answers. Someone right. has some answers. You got some answers. I got some this, I got some that. Just put it all together. And we have a thing because, you know, I think that's something too that um, people don't know. And so they don't move. They don't have action. They just, you know, kind of stay there. And you're like, hey, I don't know, but this sounds like a thing. And let me try to learn about it. And, you know, yep. and I think that's important to, to kind of know it. And I'm, you know, kudos to you for doing that and taking that on. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It was, um, I must say it was d difficult to plan mm -hmm. just because of wearing like COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, that's weird. Um, you know, but it, everything, every, but, God gets all the glory because mm -hmm. everything worked out really good. So, mm -hmm. and thank you for coming. I oh, like, absolutely! <laughs> so many of my friends were there. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe so many of my friends are here. <laughs> like literally, I'm like, there's so many of my friends, and a lot of them were like from Broward. Like, yeah, like, you guys traveled to come see your boy. Yeah, I, I did. I'm like, okay, this is for a show, and you're, I'm you know, so I think it's important, and you know, I also tried to make a point of supporting people that support me. Like, you know, not only that, like you've, you know, come to stuff, you know, so outside of the capacity, like, okay, yeah, I'm writing an article, but yeah. then you come and showed up and been a part of things, and so wanted to be there to support you on your first journey of, you know, doing, taking something like this on, but Thank also you. the importance of that, right? Because May yes. is mental health awareness. Um, and so it was a worthy, you know, it was worth the drive. It was worth the hike. Good. I'm so glad. I'm so happy to see you. I'm a little upset Marley didn't come, but that's fine. <laughs> I know. I was, I think he was with his dad that weekend. And oh. sometimes like he's so like, you know, cause he's so used to like all the art stuff. Sometimes I'm like, oh, come to this thing. And he was like, no, no, no. I know you're not going to be a, a little time, you know, a short time. You're going to be there for a long time. Let <laughs> me talking to people. Uh, like, he knows, he knows. Is there Wi-Fi? Are there other kids? What's their ages? Do they, I'm like, okay, that's, that's a that's lot. too much. This is too much. Yeah. He's doing the most. Yeah. Uh, Raquel is saying, I wish I could have gone. And I think, oh. is it still up? We, the exhibit was actually extended for two weeks. So mm -hmm. it was supposed to be over in May. So you have two weeks um, to go look at the exhibit. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then would it be up anywhere virtually or pictures or something at some point? 
we do have some pictures up on my uh, Facebook page. Um, so we're actually working on myself and Karina. We're actually working on like um, kind of like a, a part two to the actual um, ball. So we should be coming up with a video sometime soon. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely worth checking out. Um, Uh, what is something that people may not know about you that you're comfortable sharing? <laughs> um, I would probably say that I go to the beach every day. Oh, sometimes, wow. sometimes twice. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, That's I love. Awesome. I love. And my favorite time going is at night. Like when I leave here, when I when I leave the call, I'm gonna take a book, some libations, go to the beach, and you know, kind of hang out. It's a it's an awesome experience. Just mm -hmm. like be one with nature, and like it's windier at night, so mm -hmm. like you feel more of the beach experience at night. So I, I love it. I'm I'm mm -hmm. a helpless romantic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She says so do I. Raquel says she. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I love the beach. I haven't gone every day. That's so that's that's awesome, you know. And yeah. then it's just soothing. I live really close too, so oh nice. Yeah. So I ride my scooter. I have a scooter, so I ride the scooter to the beach. <laughs> How can people connect to you, um, support your work, see what you got going on? Uh, well, you can go ahead and follow me on Facebook. Um, it's just my first and last name. Yep. And then on Instagram, um, it's Dion, my first name, dot C Jefferson. And then uh, my website, my website is uh, my first name, Dion C Jefferson.com. So yeah, okay. um, that's where you guys can find me. Hit me up. Let me see if I could pull up the um... website. Oh, I actually have, I think I can pull it up. Yeah, I have it here. So we're going to um, drop it in there real quick so people can follow. Yeah. com, and I'll also put it in the comments. Cool. Thank you. Absolutely. So awesome. Yeah, so on Facebook and on YouTube, you'll see in the comments section the link to um, get in touch with Dion. Um, and I know um, Raquel was asking, do you have a mailing list? I don't know. Or a mailing list? No, I don't. But I I would probably add that section to my website. Mm -hmm. um, so thank you for that. Well, mm -hmm. tidbit. Thank you for yeah. that. Absolutely. Oh, we have Erica. Hey, Nikki. Great news as always. Oh, thanks for enjoying the show and joining us. So... Um, <laughs> Raquel said, I'm old school. <laughs> That's okay, Raquel. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Do you, well, you know, we talked about mental health and I know you mentioned the beach, but do you have any uh, self-care practices? I do. I have a lot. Um, I, one of the biggest ones is um, I, I, I like to practice gratitude. Um, so I believe that 
my mom used to do this all the time as a kid and I never really just understood it, but um, I'll always say thank you, Lord, for waking me up this morning. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I like. I always say because it just shows gratitude, and you know it's muscle memory. So you have to remember to do it. Sometimes I write it on my ceiling, so that way when I wake up in the morning, that's the first thing I see, and so I'll just naturally say, "Thank you, Lord, for waking mm -hmm. me up this morning." Um, I limit the time I'm on social media. Some people think I hate social media, but I don't. I like it. I think it's good for what it's worth. But mm -hmm. I think you shouldn't overindulge. Yeah. So I limit the time I spend on social media. Um, I like to read um, music. I have to play some type of music um, on a daily, whether mm -hmm. it's in, and I don't do like singles. I like albums. I'm, I'm old school Raquel. So I like albums. So I'll put on like an old school album and that's, that's like good for me. Um, mm. Another thing is I talk to my mom every day, mm. every single day. Not a day I don't talk to my, I don't talk to my mom. Um, I don't. I keep my circle of friends really, really small. It's like so small, um, so that way you don't have a lot of distractions. Mm -hmm. um, you don't feel like you know if you don't go out with your friends it, because you want to do artwork, you're not missing out on anything. It's just mm -hmm. so a lot of friends, a big crowd could be a a big distraction. So I just try to mm -hmm. you know keep the amount of people I hang around with very, very small. Um, and then of course the beach. So those are pretty much it. I'm very simple. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's great. Um, Erica is saying gratitude is everything. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right. Is the best. Yeah. There's a book that um, I read a little while ago. It's from Fonsworth Bentley and um, the last chapter I think it's the last chapter. It's called the magic of please and thank you. Like the word please and the word thank you. So I believe that you, you know, you should always show gratitude by also saying thank you, you know, please. Those are also forms of uh, self-care. Watching what you put. Oh, I don't watch the news at mm. all. That's a big at, one. Yep. At all. <laughs> You have to watch, like, self-care is about watching what you put into your body, not about just food. Mm -hmm. So I don't watch the news. And it's a total mockery of my degree because my undergrad is in journalism, mm -hmm. but I don't, watch, I don't watch the news whatsoever. It's, again, a lot of distractions, a lot of opinions, a lot of um, um, biased opinions. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't even go there because it, it, it can... And also watching the news, like you wake up in the morning, instead of you saying, thank you, Lord, for waking me up this morning, you are you turn on the news to see what's going on and it's a fire or a mass shooting and that messes up your whole day. Mm -hmm. So I just, you know, try to watch what I put in my body. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. And especially when you're talking about like having a small circle of friends, um, I think, um, not a thing, because there's definitely... Um, statistics to back it up, but social media blurs the line of what friendship is. We think yes. likes are friends until we're going through something and realize, oh shit, I don't have no friends. <laughs> I thought they were no all friends. Friends. I have a hundred likes on this post. Nobody's asking me how I'm doing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think last week um, I, when we were doing the um, the Zoom call, for the school in Chicago, 
the, the artist resi residency in Chicago, mm -hmm. um, they were talking about like the way you portray yourself on social media. And um, I don't get personal on social media. I used to back in the day, mm -hmm. a long time ago, but I don't get personal on social media. Um, the, the most, probably the most personal I'll get is like happy birthday to somebody. That's it. Mm -hmm. But if I'm sick or if I have a headache or somebody pissed me off, like I'm not going to take it to social media. Cause mm -hmm. I feel like I only want to put my art out there. That's the mm -hmm. only intention. Like if somebody dies or passes away, that's not the attention I want. I mm -hmm. want the attention to be on artwork or something I'm promoting or something I believe in. So. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that's good stuff. I, I love all the different layers. And, you know, I also have something on my wall, too. So um, years ago, when I was trying to get my son to be comfortable sleeping in his room, uh -huh. he, you know, just like wasting that room away. And I did <laughs> all these, you know, great, like empowering words. And at the time, um, the the therapist, the my counselor, um, that I was seeing, I told her about it. And she said, oh, you should do one for yourself and have him help you. So a few years ago, um, when I was going through a really challenging time in my life and I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe that's a thing that we could do together. And so um, he helped come up with some of the words. And so on, you know, like my bed is one area and I have the, I can look at the closet space. And so that whole wall, around the closet, I have all these words. And so, and they're all affirming words, you know? Oh. Um, and so I don't do it every morning, but right. I definitely make a point. If I get up and I'm feeling down or going through something, whatever have you, I make a point to force myself, to push myself, to read through those things. And also, you know, like you said, when you get up and you, you know, if you go to social media versus going to gratitude or, you know, or something like that. So that's kind of like my little check in, my little time of like affirming myself um, to read those words that I wrote that my son that's wrote. Good. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I love that because you can forget. Yeah. <laughs> Naturally, you just forget like, oh, mm -hmm. I got something else to do. But if you see it, it's like, oh, OK, let me actually sit down and like pay attention to what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Absolutely. That's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. And we have, um, oh, Grecia is in the Facebook group. Uh, she says, thank, you. <laughs> uh, thank you, Nikki, and having, um, for having Dion C. Jefferson as your special guest tonight. Love the way Dion is keeping it real. So talented, yet so humble and down to earth. Yes, indeed. Gratitude is definitely the key to happiness. Happy pride to you both. Oh, you're so cool. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, nice. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much. If you had access to a time machine, where would you go and why? Past or the future? Um, I would go to the past. I would go to the 70s. Hmm. Absolutely. I want to be in the time where, you know, you just, you're wearing bell bottoms and, you know, there's afros and, you know, there's a revolution going on. And I just, I want to be in the midst of that. Mm -hmm. so I love the 70s. Oh, I like. And disco. You get to be in disco. Oh, I love disco. Yes. Studio 54. <laughs> 
I love the disco. I was just telling that to a friend um, over the weekend. I said, um, I used to go to this disco party when I was in Atlanta. She was like, how old are you? And I was like, <laughs> 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 I love the music. You know, I was in Atlanta and someone hit me to this uh, club that played disco music. It's like the early 2000s. And oh my God, it was so much fun. I just feel like, you know, you know all the words because even whether you're from that era of time or your parents are, there's a certain familiarity and it's danceable and it's fun. Yeah, and it's it like oh, high energy. Oh gosh, I love it. Love it. <laughs> love it. We got to watch love some it. movies. We got to have a disco show. <laughs> yes. Actually, I went to in Ohio, like right before I moved here, they had an Andy Warhol exhibit at this museum. And oh. to commemorate the the exhibit, they had a Studio 54 party. Mm. Best party I've ever been to in my life. Hands wow. Down. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. And we have, um, I think this might be Grecia again. Uh, those were the days, disco days. Yeah. Right. That's right. You drive turkey. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Okay, let me start before I age myself. But, <laughs> I'm 37.1 for the record for the social media webs. <laughs> yeah, so Marley assigned my age last year. I was 37. I said, Am I still the same age? And he said, 37.1. I said, Thank you. I'll take that. That's why you're my favorite son. <laughs> that, man is, that man is so smart, man. He's so smart. I yeah. need to go to him for advice. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a character. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, this has just been such a pleasure to have you on and just chatting with you. And, you know, there's some things I know, and, you know, I always love learning different things. So it's just like, I like to, you know, that we're able to uh, talk about some things I didn't know about you. So that's really great. Yeah. You are, I mean, I just want to say this, you are, so fire, you're so fire. And you know this, so you you know how I feel about you, but I just wanted to publicly share this. This girl is fire. I've known her for, I don't know, probably like six or seven years, I don't know. But she's always been super supportive. We became fast friends. Like, yeah. it's not like you don't just have somebody, some random black guy come to your home and like sit on your couch and we're drinking coffee, talking about cats and artwork and, you know, just, you're, yeah. so, you're so humble, <laughs> you're so dope. I love the way you engage the community. Like, thank you yeah. for always, you know, asking me, you know, giving me anything, like, thank you so much. Like the community oh, needs a Nikki Lopez. Uh. So definitely <laughs> keep doing what you're doing. Um, and I cannot wait to see what all the awesome work you're going to be doing <laughs> for the rest of this year. Yeah, thank you. I, thank you. I yeah. really appreciate that. And you know, I, I'm waiting to see your next your next ball, which you got going on. So, um, and maybe collaborate. You know, you know, especially since now that you're doing events and programming and things like that. So, yeah. Well, actually, the remember I was telling you about the Black Lives Matter thing before we got on this call. Mm -hmm. That is, um, I'm actually gonna. I'm working on that right now. It's a not a grant, but I guess a stipend. So I'm working mm -hmm. on that right now as we speak. So um, I'm definitely going to hit you up because I need support from the artists from Black Lives Matter. I need it. I have to have it. 
We're going to get a drum circle. I have a bunch of guys that do well, you know, drum circles. Grecia so. is with Feminine Africa. She's an amazing drummer. Oh, she, okay. She, yeah. Um, she, she, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw on Instagram today. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Grecia. Yes, cool. yes, yes. So, yeah, definitely. I'm always, you know, trying to, you know, collab and figure out how we can do stuff. We, we have a, like a, we have a shoot that we need to do because you know you want to do like a like a whole sexy fiction vixen type of thing so we're <laughs> gonna definitely do that get you out of your comfort zone a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah i'm i'm open to it yeah i, I like yeah. Taking, taking pictures um even if i'm sometimes when i'm taking them i'm not fully comfortable but you know i do like right, to yeah. explore and you know then i have the whole blink side that sometimes pops yes. up <laughs> So. I love Blinks. Oh my God. Blinks is awesome. So, um, <laughs> thank well, you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yes, yes. yes. Nikki Rock. Somebody said it. Nikki <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, so if you're in the Facebook group, the circle, it doesn't show the name. So um, I, I try to check into it. Um, oh. oh, this must be Grecia. Thank you for Feminine Africa mention. Hopefully, hopeful sister Nikki will be a part of it. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, she had me doing it, some drumming on a drum workshop. You know. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, I'm, I'm so for it, so for yeah. it. I can't yeah. wait. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So. So, so this has been awesome, amazing. Um, again, this is Dion C. Jefferson. You could find him on his website, DionCJefferson.com. You could also find him on Instagram. It is a new Instagram page because, you know, sometimes things happen. So if you get there and it looks a little ghost town, that's fine. We just get <laughs> the page, build it back up, you know. Light it back up, light it back up. Oh, light it's so up. sweet. <laughs> yes. yes, so that happens. You could also find him on Facebook. Definitely, you know, check him out. The links, you know, they're in the comments. They're on the posts. Um, he's definitely someone to follow. Love, love, love his energy. Love what he's up to. Love all the things. And I, you know, I can't wait to hear you sing live one of these days. Cause I've been seeing some little dance videos, but I was like, okay, let me, I don't want to put him on the spot. <laughs> so also, and before, before we go, a little shameless plug, there's an art show for pride this Friday at the arts garage in Delray beach. Um, so if you guys are in uh, Florida in Delray Beach, uh, make sure you stop by. It's the opening reception is this Friday, from six to eight, and the artwork will be on display all month. I have seven pieces. Awesome, awesome. So yeah, if you have the link or the if you have the link, um, send it to me or the flyer because what yeah. I'll do I'll put the link under the comments um, on Perfect. the Facebook. And I'm um, on uh, on the YouTube, and if you have a flyer, I'll I'll share it out, you know, as well. Perfect. So, okay. Yes, thank yes. you. So thank you all for having uh, for being here. I see some, the people who are on live with us. Um, Raquel, thank you for being my co-host <laughs> with the question. <laughs> you, know, you know, I mean, it's a podcast, but I love the live aspect because it gets yeah. other the opportunity to ask a question directly um, yeah, yeah. to the guests, to my guests, and just um, bring a whole nother layer 
of the conversation. So it makes it interactive. So I really appreciate all the questions, the comments, the feedbacks, all of those things. Thank you so much for those things. For people who's going to watch this or listen to this on the replay, thank you very much. We're here every Tuesday. Sorry, not every Tuesday, the first and third Tuesday of the month. Um, I'm talking to um, artists, activists, social entrepreneurs, uh, people that are just doing moving pebbles and mountains and, you know, because all that work, you know, all uh, of yeah. that <laughs> makes different. You know, every ripple helps to increase that wave of uh, a positive energy, of motivation, of inspiration, of movement, of yeah. impact, of change, of connectivity. So I just really love um, being able to share so many wonderful people that I know and some people that I don't know, um, exploring them with you as well. So this has been The Circle. If The Circle is brought to you by Nikki Lopez Creative as well as What's Your Elephant? What's Your Elephant is a movement that uses the arts to create safe spaces to talk about anything unspoken. And we do that by way of art shows and workshops and, and, and interactions and talks. And um, well, today is June 1st. There's a lot coming about to drop from What's Your Elephant this year. Um, I'm doing a special partnership with the YMCA. Um, also with a grant, um, it's about, it's gonna be uh, uh, What's Your Elephant workshops and talks and art making uh, connect around uh, four lenses of social justice. So please stay tuned for that. Also the annual art shows coming up in July, August but this time it's gonna be with a twist. So um, there's going to be a series of What's Your Elephant focused on different LGBTQ issues. And that's oh. gonna kick off July, August and culminate in 2022. So I'm hoping Dion can be a part of the collaboration for something there. <laughs> Absolutely, um, that's awesome. But yeah, if you I wanna- know what I wanna talk about. Yeah, we could talk about it. If you want more information, you could go to whatsyourelephant.org. You could also go to linktree slash Nikki Lopez 19 for more information, to buy a t-shirt to support, to see what's happening. Um, you know, lots going on. Let me take one last comment. I see it. You should interview a park ranger doing during COVID, we did a lot. Oh, okay. Well, if you're suggesting yourself, I can send you the link. Um, so yeah, I've never, I haven't had a park ranger, but I'm definitely open to um, bringing a park ranger on and seeing uh, and, and talking about it and hearing about what you do and you know the importance of that and sharing that with the community. So absolutely. So um, this again has been a wonderful, wonderful evening. Um, it's supposed to be a half an hour show, but you know the energy was there, the people is there. So I'm just really grateful that uh, everyone who stayed online to the end to rock out with us and get to know Dion. Please consider sharing this video, sharing the podcast. Uh, someone in your network might be an aspiring writer or a designer, and you could be that jumpstart for them to get their stuff um, out there to the world. So uh, any final words from you, Deanne? Um, and the, um, I believe George Clinton once said, free your mind and your ass will follow.
Mm. <laughs> I like that. I like that. And on that note, Erica said, love it. <laughs> oh, man, we have too much fun here. So again, thank you all. This has been The Circle. My name is Nikki Lopez. You're talking to Dion C. Jefferson. I will see you all in a few weeks. Sayonara. Good night.